0: As an accomplished artist, poet, and creator of the hit HBO series Deaf Poetry, Danny Simmons is always working on a passionate project. We visited him at his home to talk about NYU and hear about some of the projects he's currently working on.
1: NYU, my strongest memories of NYU, uh, I was there in the 70s, the early 70s, the turbulent 70s, but my strongest memories of NYU were uh, Loeb Student Union, because everybody used to meet there, Uh, some of the dorms, but mostly Washington Square Park. Um, You know right there, and the library, the library definitely, because I spent a lot of all-nighters in the library. Uh, Washington Square Park though was very strange and special for me. Uh, I met a lot of the street people there. I guess back then you would call them winos, and befriended them. And so I used to meet them and and they took me through tours of Greenwich Village that you wouldn't have seen just by being a tourist or a student at night, and I met so many interesting people, jazz musicians. and. Artists, and these guys were alcoholic winos but they, they were like village guys. And they would be in the park all day and, they, and we'd hook up after classes and we'd just hang out. I'd get home, I was living in Queens. I'd get home like four o'clock in the morning from hanging out with these guys in the village all night. Uh, and then there was the stores along Bleecker Street that I befriended all the shop owners. There was a leather store and then there was a jewelry store called Doros and the leather store is still there. Uh, after all these years, and just all these stores, I used to go in there and just hang out. with So NYU, even though it was a school, it was more for me, more of an experience in counterculture, the Village, and and it, it was just a wonderful place. Um, I I went. I didn't go start as a freshman. I started as a freshman at Lincoln University in Pennsylvania, and as a sophomore came to NYU. But uh, and I was in the School of Social Work for a while. Then I. Transferred to just got a sociology, uh, philosophy degree, but it was it was uh, a cosmopolitan of people from around the world, and have grown up in Queens, I met a lot of different people, but I hadn't met such a wide range of people, and so NYU afforded me the opportunity to meet people from all over the world and all over the country, and you know and develop some friendships during that period that were really kind of special, and he had a lot of pretty girls in it. <laughs> oh
0: man at what point did you know you wanted to be an artist and was that something that you were considering while you were at nyu
1: uh i took one art class at nyu and hated it because it was it was it was like a art 101 it was so very formal and you know how to draw up the the horizon and how to get perspective and depth and all of that stuff and it was like you know they had rulers and you know and I was like this is not what I came to be an artist about so I dropped it after that so I really at that time really did want to be a social worker uh, because I had a, a deep desire you know growing up in a family that was very socially and politically uh, aware uh to make some changes and and so social work was one of the formal ways that i could do something to change people's lives so i did become a social worker for a little while before i just burned out and became an artist full time
0: and in addition to painting when did you discover your love of words and poetry
1: that was earlier than painting quite frankly my father was a writer, and uh, I used to listen to his poetry and read some of his unpublished manuscripts, and I was really inspired by how he was able to manipulate words and make them so beautiful, but also deliver a a, a really powerful, poignant message. And um, so I, I, I emulated my father quite a bit in the poetry field, and um, and I just started loving poetry, and I, but more for the way you can make words visual
0: can you talk about what inspired you to start the rush foundation and talk about its mission
1: um i started the rush foundation it was it was not the first thing i started i started rush fine arts which was just uh pretty much just trying to get artists uh who weren't represented in the gallery system shows and recognition uh mostly artists of color women artists and um, and I did that for a few years as a for-profit thing. Couldn't make any money at it, so I decided to do it as a nonprofit and try to, you know, my first thought was, well, maybe if I have a nonprofit, at least I won't have to rent space. I could get space for free. And then I started thinking and brainstorming about what a foundation or what a nonprofit would do. And I and I wanted to establish an art gallery, and I also. I had been reading a lot in the news about there not being any, uh, being drastic cuts to arts programming in schools. So I I, I grabbed my brother Russell and my brother Ron and we talked about it and we decided to do a fundraiser to raise money to do two things, to establish an art gallery uh, and to give some money to some other people that were working with kids and eventually that morphed into our working with kids. but that was it. It was just need need uh you know it was like I saw a need, and I tried to fill it.
0: What projects are you working on now?
1: Woo <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see um the first one is curate n y c which is a project uh a large scale citywide arts project that um last year we had eight fifteen hundred artists on the site, and we curate shows in all five boroughs. Uh, And we have online exhibitions and it's a web platform, CurateNYC.org, is designed to enhance the city's role as an arts leader and also designed to get artists more exposure uh, with top curators around the world. So we have curators from around the world looking at the work of artists and curating shows out of that. Uh, The next big thing was I was approached uh, by some Hollywood guys. To um, be in a reality show or be a reality show called Being Danny Simmons. And it's it's about the arts and my journey in the arts and all the different things I do in the arts. And that's been a fun thing. We just started filming a pilot, and you know, it's no guarantee that it's going to get picked up. But these guys are pretty confident and they've done shows before. And so they want to explore my um, journey in the arts, part of which uh, is. I wrote a novel several years ago called Three Days as the Crow Flies about the 80s in the Lower Lower East Side and that art scene with Basquiat and Warhol and all that, it's a fictional novel. And um, then it became a graphic novel called 85 and now it's a movie script. So they want to try to document my trying to get that movie script turned into an actual film. That's part of it and part of it is my painting and shows that I give or go to and you know just my life pretty much. Uh, the next project is I'm taking Deaf Poetry which is a, a television show and a Broadway show that I created and we're taking at that as a tour to Houston, uh, Texas to benefit a museum so we're doing a benefit concert in Houston and then I'm talking with people in England about working, bringing the deaf poets over to England to do a show and work with kids in poetry. and, and over there and then there's a bunch of little things.
0: You're keeping busy.
1: I'm a little busy, (laughs) I'm a little busy and trying to make sure all these balls stay in the air.